Welcome back to First World Solutions, the problem-solving show for people who don't necessarily need one. I'm Joel. Hello. <laughs> no, that's not your Scottish intro, Oscar, is it? Hello, it's me, Scottish Oscar. Okay, I did not realise that when you went on holiday to Scotland, you became Scottish. It's an interesting uh, turn of phrase that we use here at describing it. It's called Scotland Syndrome. Perhaps uh, <laughs> interesting was a difficult and an incorrect way to describe it. I I guess. Good morning, boys. So is this is this you forever now? How long does this take to wear off, Scottish Oscar? I believe it will last until I am no longer in Bonnie Lawrence Kirk. Can I ask a question? Aye. <laughs> was this a binary shift? Your first step off the plane was suddenly Scottish, or did it kind of morph as you got closer to the border? Uh, it's a gradual thing, but I wasn't talking consistently whilst in the plane, so I kind of give you a correct point of switch over. Okay. As you can see, I'm doing my best to get all the words that sound best in a Scottish accent out now. So that you can then <laughs> crumble and fold. Aye. I'm amazed you've made it this far, <laughs> if I'm being honest. That was pirate. That was not Scottish and you know that. And perfect dismount. I'm back. Don't worry. It was a ruse. He did, he nailed <laughs> oh, it. Tens all around. <laughs> ten, ten out of ten. It's English Oscar. It's me. Our favourite Oscar. Surprise! The best one. It was me all along. And I'm Tom. I don't have a bit. No, we just, we opened Bitless. <laughs> Don't look at me, I'm Bitless. Bitless, it's our reboot of the classic Kevin Bacon movie, Footloose. Oh, Bitless in Seattle. Bitless in Seattle, that's another great one. Um, Michael Bitless. Not films as much as it is a guy as that's in... in Michael Chickless. Yeah, it's Michael Chickless, yes. What would be the plot of Bitless? A man begins the film with bit, Yeah. Uh, through some strife, loses bit, adjusts to life without bit, tries to regain bit, then realises the bit was within him all along. Now, I've not seen Footloose, but are you saying Kevin Bacon starts with feet? He starts with, he starts with feet. <laughs> <laughs> Loses his feet, yeah. then finds out his feet were inside him all along. It was a tragic accident in which his feet went back inside him yeah oh God. it makes the darts numbers a lot more impressive actually like when you go and look at the film just watching him do those moves on just two stumps is yeah just fantastic yeah, it's such grace grace and beauty such power such bacon i mean you look at his e adverts now and i guess you had to have grace to fall from it but Ooh. oh savage cut but this is the new uh this is the new first world solutions mantra we are not holding back 2018, it's year of the burn. We are, we are going in on people. No holds barred. Uh, what, who else are we going to burn, huh? Huh? We've already got Michael Chickless. Michael Chickless? Yeah. Bit of a knob. Mussolini. The first syllable of your name is moose. That's an animal, you dingus. Change it, prick. Boom, roasted. Um, what about Mark Buffalo? Mark Buffalo. Mark Ruffalo. He sounds like Buffalo. I called him Mark Buffalo. I thought that was what you were doing. I thought you like just skipped the name and then giving the burn. You just gave him the burn as part of his name. Yeah. yeah, I thought you were going for a kind of Mark Ruffalo, more like Mark Buffalo, but kind of let us get to that point. Um, that's what it will be in the edit. <laughs> It'll okay. be me going Mark Buffalo and then cutting to that laugh Tom just did. Son of a bitch, I give you all the ammunition. <laughs> Good joke, Joel. Have that one too. Thanks, Oscar. Appreciate it. I work hard for these bits. So hard for I these work bits. hard for the money. <laughs> uh, we're recording remotely again because Oscar, as you might have guessed, is in sunny-ish Scotland. Oh, not even remotely. What brings you to Scotland, Oscar? Um, or what took you to Scotland? I'm not there. Mostly what has brought me to Scotland is it's a chance to escape, to get away 
from sunny or sunless Bristol. Um, and also, it's The Fringe. And there's it is. a play, which I did some sound design for, ah, which I'm coming to see neat. and watch and gloat, I suppose, over the part which people notice the least. Can you, can you like, stand up every time your sound design is present in the film, in the play, and just kind of go, this is me, I did this, no, until they kind of either kick you out or applaud you? I think no, my, my, my tactic I'm going to go with is um, anytime there's a bit, I'll stand up and go, shh, listen. I think you should go for the whole um, auction house setup where you keep moving throughout the crowd. And every time there's some sound, you go, how about them steps? Great steps. <laughs> and then move somewhere else. That door was m- immense. Yeah. Put on a different accent. Oh, shit. Them leaves crunchy. Ooh. Yeah. Did you feel that? Because I heard it. <laughs> I heard it with my feelings. That's one of the five. Get ready for the other ones. This sounds so good. I can smell it. Putting that on my business cards. TM, TM, TM. Sounds so good. You can smell it. The Oscar story. Oscar, he got that sound stank. Yeah. So that's why I'm here. Um, so far, rain. Yes. Accents. Yes. Um, Have you tried the accents on a local? If I had, I wouldn't be here. That's true. You'd be out partying. Yeah, they'd have taken me to the Secret Scotland Club. Yeah, which we all know exists. The SSC. Look it up. Oh, that was a fun fun thing. I had an iron brew out of a glass bottle. That was fun. I saw. I saw, yeah. We we saw the the earth-shattering tweet. Yeah, the the tweet that made the earth stood still. Um, (laughs) Oscar Liddy, I break the internet. I I did break the internet. It was Mm. fun. And that concludes the fun things on my end. Excellent. What have I missed? What's been going on in the day and a half since I left? Uh, very little. Yeah, we we ate mm-hmm. and we slept, mm-hmm. and realistically, yeah. that's that's all we can properly say, and all I ever do. So yeah, there you go. That's our lives. Those of you looking to peek behind the curtain of glamorous podcast land, yeah. here it is. We're at one of those really low budget comedy nights where the curtain just covers the toilet, <laughs> and the guests wait in the toilet to go on stage. One of those nights. Yeah, I'll tell you what I did do. I gave a program that I just want to like briefly touch on a bit of a go because it's baffling to me. I've heard nothing but praise for Mad Men. Has anyone watched Mad Men here? About three episodes and then I rage quit. Yeah, mm. I, I am six episodes in and currently just hovering over that rage quit button. They really do go out of their way to, to go, hey, the 60s were a weird time, huh? Yeah. I understand you got to touch on the difficult issues, but do you really have to layer it on so thick, like so much butter on a tiny brittle cracker? I've not seen Mad Men. I just know there's smokings and the drinkings. The misogynins. And the men's and the women's and the misogynins. Now, Tom, you're six, you're six episodes in, so you're twice as, uh, you're twice as ingrained mm. into it than I I'm was. twice as mad. Twice as mad men. Um, yeah. Well, this is my question. How mad are the men? Honestly, so far, everyone seems relatively sane. Yeah. And to be honest, it's a pretty even split between men and women. I am feeling very hard done by. I was looking for some actually mental men. Yeah. Mm. I want season two to at least be called Madder Men. The Crazy Boys. Slightly Madder Men. Now that's a show I'd watch. The Crazy Boys. The Crazy Boys, hosted by Don Draper. (laughs) I actually forgot his name wasn't Don Draper, the guy that plays him for a second. Yeah, but it's fine. We can get him in anyway. Shall we get started with some problems? I think we should. We're actually not here to discuss the merits, if they exist, of Mad Men. We are here to solve up some first world problems. Those little gripes in your life that aren't really worthy of complaining about but you do and you go on twitter and you go on reddit and you type them up and you feel better but not good enough and we're here to give you that good enough feeling let's kick off one then here from twitter 
This is uh, Boy Mum Life. That's Heather Heiser too on Twitter. Sorry, Boy Mum Life. Boy Mum Life. The life of a boy mum. I don't know if it's like a... <laughs> yeah. I love my boy mum. Or tweets from boy, tweets from mum, and tweets from life. It was it's the rejected title of uh, Blur's hit song Park Life because they realised it didn't fit in the meter. <laughs> boy mum. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do when you want a hug from your mum but she's a bit womanly? Bye, mum. Bye, mum, life. (laughs) It's not working, Damon. We're going to have to run again. Uh, So Heather says to us, she says, my husband is leaving for a week for work. My four-year-old is in hysterics, not because daddy is leaving, but because daddy is taking our second TV with him. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hell. Whoa, out of nowhere. (laughs) God damn, the twist. The four-year-old wants the TV, not seemingly aware that there still will be a TV in the house. Yeah, but... If the dad's going away for a week, why is he taking the TV with him? I guess so he can watch TV. Yeah, but where's he going? If he's getting on a plane, that's a mad hand luggage allowance. Yeah, where's he going? Why is he going? Let's break that down first and then help the boy because I really <laughs> I really want to understand the motivation so as to properly approach this issue. He's obviously a high flyer, a big a big man, a name that is known. He's a crazy boy. He's a he's a semi mad man. Yeah, because um, you can't be full mad in this climate, in this day and age. It's not the sixties anymore, Joel. It's not the sixties. He can't smoke on a plane. He can't drink on a plane. But by God, can he bring his flat screen plasma? <laughs> Madmen fought and died for your right to put a TV on a plane. Yeah, I mean they have them in the seats now, but I guess those aren't big enough for him. Yeah, but how do you think they got there? Someone had to bring their TV on the plane, and then the yeah. person left the tv on the plane yeah i mean people leave things in the back of the seats all the time so so that that one all it took was one person to take one big tv on a plane and forget it and then the plane people cut that tv into small pieces and then put those pieces in the backs of the seats i mean have you have you seen the size of modern tvs are they ridiculous yeah (laughs) can we talk about tv can we talk about the size of the tv no but there's plenty of real estate there to be divvied up amongst economy class yeah so maybe he's actually a plane entertainment philanthropist so he's taking his tv on the plane intentionally to leave it so that they can cut the pieces off that tv and add them to the backs of the seats then they'll have bigger seat tvs yeah maybe so that maybe the four-year-old knows on some level that the tv isn't coming back yeah daddy's coming back but the tv is not coming back (laughs) so you have to teach your four-year-old so our fix is to teach a four-year-old about death but not through the medium of like grandparents or animals but about the tv yeah the thing that they really care about yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's going to a special farm the thing is object permanence is a skill you learn as a child takes a while by the time you're four you understand by the time you're four yeah object permanence but not people permanence like the object where's that gone Dad, eh. people aren't objects, Tom. This isn't the 60s. <laughs> so what you're saying is he's seen Dad come and go so often that he knows he's coming back. Yeah. But the TVs stay put for so long that he assumes it can't move. I mean, if you came into your house and the floor was gone, wouldn't you be a bit perturbed? Yeah. Well, you would, yes. You, if the floor was gone, I think it'd be safe to go, well, that floor's probably not coming back. They don't tend now, to... now imagine you're four and you haven't yet understood the distinction between floor and TV. They're both flat squarish things both very entertaining both very entertaining you get told off if you spill juice on either one you only get netflix on one but you can't remember which one (laughs) yeah so you have to try both every morning yeah so this is the dad is teaching the kid a valuable lesson okay about object permanence through the medium of 
play and entertainment philanthropy. Isn't he kind of teaching him that objects are not permanent? Object impermanence, yeah. Yeah. A lot doesn't get a lot of press that one. First you learn that things are, then you learn that things will not be. Okay, so the the way to fix this is we need to work up to a TV. You can't just jump right in at a TV because otherwise the four-year-old is going to be distraught. So we need to take smaller things away that are less of a big deal okay. and work up to the TV so that they understand the concept of sometimes TVs die. Now, would they be TV-related? Do we take the remote? I like this. Maybe the stand? Maybe I one think, battery? Yep, that works for me. The, remote, the remote's a good one because you take that and then the TV ceases to be useful. Yeah, from the kid's perspective. And so it's easier to let go of. It's twofold, yeah. Yeah. Get rid of the remote, get rid of the stand that the TV's on, thereby bringing it closer to the ground. Mm. And then, like, what you can do is, like Raiders of the Lost Ark, you can just, like, slowly put up a thing behind the TV, like just a big black square of paper or something. <laughs> yeah. And then you remove the TV, and then day by day, the big black square of paper, you can, like, take bits off that. So eventually, like, it's a you can wean the kid off having the TV space inhabited by something until eventually it's not there and it forgets that there was ever a TV at all. Yeah. It's a shame he's not 16 because then we could wean the teen. Yeah, teen wean. I mean, to be to be fair, anything before teen technically is preteen. You could wean the preteen. Yeah. Yeah, you're giving the preteen a screen wean. Okay. Screen the preteen. <laughs> That's our... It's the first world solutions patented screen teen... Uh, preteen screen wean. Preteen wean screen. That's it. That's the brand. No correction. Um, preteen wean screen. Green teen. Are you keen? <laughs> so we work up to it. I like the idea of taking one battery out of the remote as well, because then you can show the kid, look, there's still one in there trying, but it's not enough. <laughs> it teaches them a lesson about teamwork and futility. I was going to say about the ever-crushing responsibility of life and how one small change can ruin you forever. Yeah. The, f- the futilitine screen ween. The futilitine. No, fu- uh, yeah, futilaween. 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 Uh, that's our brand. That sounds like an MK character. Futilaween. Yeah. <laughs> futilaween. Yeah. See, if you, if you do it in the voice, then. You can uh, say almost anything in the voice and it sounds like a Mortal Kombat character. Yeah. Pomplemousse. Cut, <laughs> cut and rail. <laughs> curtain rail sounds like a legit attack, Yeah, to be fair, it really does. I'm going to curtain rail you. Why again, Cockney? MK characters are Cockney, right? I'm not sure there's, if, if, uh, there's not a single, but it's too cheery. It's too cheery. Mortal Kombat. Hello. It's Mortal Cockney. Finish him. But it's Cockney with three Ks. Is that not <laughs> K-O-K-K-N-E-Y? Yeah, okay. Maybe I can see that a little bit more. He's got like, if you press up, down, triangle, he throws apples. And if you press down, up, triangle, he throws sta- uh, pears. No, he throws stairs. He throws stairs. <laughs> he <laughs> throws sake. stairs. I'm good with Futilloween, if you guys are. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, I mean, the branding is solid. So. Futilloween. Can we get Mortal Kombat advertising? Um, so what, the kid's like, side on against a tv doing his doing his idol dance and the tv's on the other end doing its idol dance and far less animated than the kids a little bit yeah they got a lot of squash and stretch going on um but it wouldn't be fight what would it be ween three two one ween (laughs) of course there it is there he is there he go yeah and then sub-zero comes and rips the skull out of the four-year-old with attached spine and futiloween appears across the screen in blood bye for your child today if we took that out, we would get a less mature rating, but it's antithetical to our vision for yeah. the project. So, thematic Sorry. consistency. Sub-Zero stays. <laughs> I will not budge on this. The subby boy, he's staying in. The spines, they're staying out. Yeah. And the TV, it's going. And that kid is going to learn about loss one way or another. <laughs> Either through the loss mm. of screen entertainment or the loss of his spine. Ah, Mortal Kombat. So consistent. All right, moving on then. Who has a, another one for us? I have two. Yeah, that's right. But you must choose one. 
is uh actually no you know what i've only got one because one of them isn't very good so i've got one this one is from lj that's by underscore introvert on twitter who says when you're blank 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 is to the point where the tip touches the water in the toilet what is lj talking about i mean is a blank a word no no no. it's four stars i want to know and he's blanking out something I thought we were doing Mad Libs. Not- I thought we needed four words. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> Very flowery language. It's four blanks. It's four stars. Okay. I want to know what four-letter word LJ is referring to because I can't quite work it out. Toes. <laughs> <laughs> when your toes is to the point where the tip touches the water in the yeah. toilet. Now, that's an interesting yeah. one. I would like to counter jazz. <laughs> When your jazz... When your jazz is to the point. Yeah. When you're... So, stick with me. Okay. Toilets. He's referring (laughs) to the water in the toilet. So he's in a toilet. Typically, interesting, if nothing else, acoustic spaces. Yeah. I feel like any jazz man worth his salt, yep, is going to want to harness the acoustic interest of a toilet when performing jazz. So I think what's happening here is he's trying to take a sack to the toilet, but the tip keeps touching the water and it's ruining the experience. Yeah. Now, when you say his jazz... Yeah, his jazz. Is, the, is that what he refers to his sax as? Like, oh, this is my jazz. Or is the is the jazz the sound of the thing that he's making? Um, it's both. It's like... It's both. It's like Smurf, you know, where okay. <laughs> it is both the action and the instrument and the effect. It's all jazz. Okay. All is jazz. So in jazz, yeah. the better you get at the jazz, the more things in jazz become jazz. <laughs> you say, let's take it from the jazz, watch me for the jazzes, and uh, I'll harmonize the jazz in bar jazz. Yeah, okay, oh, just to clarify, this is in jazz flat. And then the bass player looks yeah. at you and just goes, jazz, to say he understands. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jazz means I concur. Yeah, it's a it's a multi-use word. Um, yeah. So he's there in the bathroom with his holding his jazz and using it to create jazz, but the jazz keeps getting in the water. Yeah. And that is not conducive to a productive jazz session. No, because the acoustics of a jazz with water in, it mutes the vowel a little bit and you end up with jizz. And that's disgusting. Which is not... No, you don't want jizz in a bathroom. No, that's for sure. It's just shit jazz. You don't want the... You don't want you be the first person to do jizz in the bathroom. And you would be the first person. I can't imagine anyone's done poor jazz in a bathroom before no historically it's been a place most jazz men have respected it's been a pretty jizz free environment yeah yeah so we want to make sure that this guy's jazz is uh is dry a dry jazz is a guy's jazz is a happy jazz dry jazz smooth jazz because water is not a lubricant no what's the opposite what's the opposite of lubricant uh not jazz (laughs) (laughs) that is so not jazz um so not jazz. So how do we keep a jazz dry? I mean, you could tilt your head back. Yeah. You could that the trouble is though that's that there's a law in jazz. You can only do that when you're jazzing at 95% or higher. Okay. And honestly, yeah. that's just too intense. Like you can't tilt yeah. your head back unless you hit that point. The only man or, any, or the only jazz that has ever come out that way is the jazz of Kenny G. And yeah. And you ain't Kenny G, boy. Yeah, because Kenny G wouldn't have this problem. No. Kenny G doesn't mind jazzing yeah. in the bathroom. He will jazz at 95% or higher. He had a phobia of bathrooms. Yeah, Kenny Kenny G rose to um, rose to being pub- you know the public eye. Rose to jazz, yeah. <laughs> he rose to jazz stardom in spite of his crippling fear of bathrooms. 
which is what made yeah. his story all the more heartwarming. See, I'm I'm suggesting we just go ahead and wrap endless amounts of towels and tea towels around the bell of the sax, around the bell of the jazz. Would that not turn it into jaws? Uh, no, that's more of a. Because it'd be quite muffled. That's more of a jazz, but that's still that's still pretty close to jazz. It's better than jazzing, yeah, or the one that won't be named. Yeah, we know, we've we've already hit our count for the number of times we can say that one in yeah. this episode. So the only the only other issue here is to close all water sources. Uh, we we could potentially put the lid down on the toilet, make sure nothing's going in the sink. There's no issue of the water, yeah. but that does change the acoustic a, a bit more nasal, and that's where you get your jezzes. Oh, you don't want a jez. No one invited him. No, no one wants jez. My thought initially was to turn the temperature of the room down because then you <laughs> keep lots of the acoustic integrity, um, but the water becomes a solid. However, I forgot how hot jazz is, so yeah. it would actually just melt the water yeah. again. So that's not that's not a, that's not a fix for this. No, you got no. To, you've always got to remember the properties of jazz, and that is at least ninety five degrees Celsius. Yeah, ninety five is a very like recurring statistic when referring to jazz. Yes, always. It's it's the golden ratio of jazz. It's so strange. everything is ninety five. Have you boys heard of the squatty potty? Uh, no, enlighten me. So there's a theory amongst some scientists or doctors or weirdos that. Uh, the correct position to sit in while doing your business is not the sitting position that we normally do, but a squatting position, because that's what we did before the invention of the toilet. So that's interesting, Joel, because um, Skype must have had some kind of um, issue there, because you said scientists and uh, doctors and weirdos. I think all three times you meant to say the word perverts, because that's... Um, <laughs> Yeah, that that has it's a it's a it's more of an appendix, like a prefix on all of those pervert doctors, pervert scientists, pervert weirdos. Hello, uh, Mike, Michael Johnson, uh, pervert scientist. <laughs> I was going to say it's a very different uh, title than scientist pervert. Yeah, a pervert scientist studies pervert in the same way that an astro scientist studies the astro. Yeah, turf physics, but but a scientist pervert is just very meticulous about his perving. Yeah, yeah. He, he, like he'll only do it at certain angles, certain times a day. Writes down every single one of his findings. He has control yeah. examples in which he does things in not a perverted way. Anyway, so back to the squatty potty. Yeah. The squatty potty is a, basically it's a stool that you put around the bottom of the toilet and it elevates your feet so that you're in more of a squatting position. Okay. This is meant to enhance the movements of the bowel. I believe it's one of those kind of like shopping channel sort of ridiculous products that... well, something by something by jml yeah that sort of thing now if the if you were to buy one of these you could just use it as an elevation platform for your jazz uh, that's good you could stand on the squatty potty and you could have really low hanging jazz that still doesn't touch the okay water. so good. here is what we need to do the squatty potty exists it's not selling it to the jazz market all we need to do is a rebrand yeah and we and we are home free uh the scatty potty? Ooh. I don't think. I think there's scatting is a legitimate term in jazz. No, I know, I'm... but I feel like there may there may be some overlap in the potty community <laughs> that we perhaps don't want to zero in. Okay, on. here's my idea for the rename rebrand for the squatty potty. Uh, the God Block. Okay. Wow. Okay, that that came out of left field. Is that a block of God? No, no, no. I mean, this works on the idiom. You know, the higher the jazz, the closer to God, right? Yeah. Uh, so therefore, the lower the jazz, the higher the man. Yeah. The jazz from which is emanating. Yes. The lower the jazz, the higher the, the closer man. to God. Higher yeah. the jazz, closer to God. So therefore, the God block. Put it on the toilet. You're standing on it. You're close to God, height wise. Your jazz is still low. Your jazz remains low, but it remains dry. 
dryness next to godliness. Okay. Can that can that be our advertising program? Just does your jazz hang low? Yeah. Does it jazzle to and fro? Right. <laughs> and then there's no follow-up. It's just a genuine question to which everyone reading the advert has to out loud answer. And then it moves on from there. Yeah. Okay. Is it interactive once they answer the advert changes? Yes. So it's like those adverts you get that pop up on your screen that are like, it's a yogurt that's personalized to your name. Or yeah. it's a, Joel, you need these savings on <laughs> ladies' shoes. Um, I do need these savings. Ladies' shoes are too expensive for me to invest so in. so expensive. They're so expensive. And also, I have little need for them. Like, if they were more value for money, I might dip in. Yeah, but exactly. The cost, like, the, the, the barrier to entry is too high. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm, I'm good with yeah. the God block, if you guys are. The God block. God block. It's, it's, good, it's good stuff. And that will keep your jazz dry, high. And rye. And rye. Your jazz has witting cynicism. I was thinking of the bread, but that's fine. Both good. Right. Tom, hook us up with another problem. Okay, this one comes to us on Reddit from Let's Talk Dogs, thank you, who says, I've never seen Serenity or Firefly, and it keeps being referenced this week. Now, I don't want to dwell too much on the shows as much as I love them. I love that film, I love that show, amazing. What I think is emblematic of the bigger problem here is when something is in the cultural zeitgeist, and it's getting referenced all the goddamn time, and you have no desire or inclination to watch that, but you do want to, you know, talk to people and be included in life. We need a fix or a product to help with this. Yeah. You need like cue cards mm. that give you important points to say. Like, I've never seen something like Breaking Bad, for example. Yeah. But I know one of the characters is called Walter. Yes. Or Jesse. Yes. And there are yes. two of them. So if people are chatting and I'll be like, yeah, but Walter, though. <laughs> is he good And then or everyone's bad? like, discuss. Yeah. I, no, no, keep it vague. Keep it okay. very vague. The cue card says keep it vague. <laughs> All you have to do is just go, can you believe main character of show? Yeah. Okay. Can you believe it? Can you believe it? Because I can't think of a single show where that doesn't start something. Like, can you believe JD from Scrubs? Like, no, he can't oh. make good decisions. And like, can you believe... He can't make good decisions. Can you believe uh, the guy from Liar Liar? No, you can't because he's a liar. Can you believe Walter White? I can believe Walter White sometimes. Can you believe yeah. in Life After Love? That's uh, almost a share lyric. Not a character Just from a show, but real close. Good, good start. Now, maybe the cue cards can tell you like what kind of show it is. Because yeah. for something, again, like Breaking Bad, where it's like a drama, suspenseful. If someone says like a quite a serious point, like, oh, but this person's done this, you could then be like, but is that not what the writers want us to think? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, and so not only is it a genuine question, it also always applies. I was going to say what to something where they're trying to trick what you. What you're doing here, say so Breaking Bad, I don't really think was ever trying to trick you. The but the idea behind cue card system where you put out phrases that could completely apply to every single TV show ever created, yeah. I really like. It's very low effort on your part as the user. Yeah. But you'll always, you'll be the bell of the ball. Everyone wants to talk to that guy. What if instead of matching it to a show, it was just random cue cards, some of which will apply to everything, some of which will only apply to certain shows. Right. I hope it all works out in the end. Yeah. So when your friends start talking about the show you don't know about, you get out your cue cards and you shuffle them discreetly. Okay. And you stack them up. And then you're playing a game. How many cards can I say before I get found out? Oh, could there be a... So there's like a leaderboard to this kind of thing. Yeah, so you could be like, what's the deal with that character? Check, the conversation carries on. And then you go, is that what the writers want us to think? Yeah. And then... It's conversational bingo. You're trying to get, you're trying to get all of them in a row and get out. Yeah. And then you pull up the card and you go, the romance was a little overblown. It's like, 
what between Dexter and his sister? Ah, like, oh, fuck! I'd say, ah, you got me. Ah, oh, sh- oh, you got me. Four cards in, and I, I really like this. Man. Okay, so it's good less, game. Good game, guys. Less bingo, more Uno. Yeah, I suppose you so. start with a load of cards, and you're trying yeah. to just get out. Or like solitaire, because that's all kind of predetermined. Social solitaire. Social solitaire. See, what I really like about this is we can start with TV as the original package, but we could expand this to anything, really. Politics, that would be huge. Oh, yeah. That'd be massive. Just, can you believe Boris Johnson? I know, right? Yeah, and like, and the one I just said, like, the the whole, like, I hope it all works out in the end. Like, yeah, me too. Yeah. Like, yeah, I genuinely didn't see that. Didn't see that twist coming. Are we going to have cards that could apply to politics or TV? Because if you're watching (laughs) the latest Netflix show and you say, can you believe Boris Johnson? He didn't have a cameo in this show, my dude. Yeah, but if oh, you, I'm, I must be thinking of that other. Politician. Well, no, what you can say is, oh, I guess I'm a couple of episodes ahead. Yeah, yeah. I, oh, oh, nice. Play. That's very good. See, th- this is another part of it. You can be found out, but you can lie your way back into your hand for sure. Okay, like you can. You so the cards that are dealt to you give you kind of your your starting seed, yeah. but it's how you handle the conversation that's. It's important. exactly that. You you can bluff and trick your way back into the running. If you kind of falter with, uh, so for example, we start and you're talking about Breaking Bad, for example, and I'm like, oh yeah, can you believe Hank? Which was a Breaking Bad specific card. And they were like, oh yeah, I know, right? And then the way he treated Laurie, and I'm like, who's, who's Laurie? Who's Laurie? Who's Laurie? We don't show. know Laurie. And he's like, oh no, sorry. That's actually what um, the writers refer to her as. In, in the previous version of the screenplay, that's what they had her as. Sorry, I just keep forgetting it because I always watch that documentary they put on afterwards with uh, with the writer of Friends, yeah. And then they'll go, oh, right, okay, chill. This guy clearly knows his stuff. And they'll keep talking. And yep. then I'll kind of dive in with just like, and the car chase. Yeah, it's like, yes, there is one of those. Not in the same episode you were talking about, but maybe you're just jumping backwards and forwards. Like, it's not going to get you immediately out. Yeah, yeah, people get excited. Like... But then the then the, then the then it all falls down with just and I can't believe the hallucination sequence with the dragon. Yeah, like, um, I mean I never can. <laughs> it always comes out left field. There's always a hallucination scene with a dragon. Doesn't matter if it's Breaking Bad, Mad Men, Luther. That's a very mad man. Doctor Who. Yeah. Coronation Street. You're really running out of shows here, aren't you? You're Ma- really Michael the hallucinating dragon. Uh, the Super Mario Bros. film. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Those are all the shows those are, I know. Those are all the visual mediums that I've watched. That's all the visual media that exists. That's Paul Blart 2. Yeah. Um, Paul Blart 2. Shrek the third. Weird that that came out first. Yeah. Paul Blart 2 and then Paul Blart. Okay, so yeah. let's let's run this system quickly. Uh, Oscar and I will be engaging in a conversation about a TV show that we really like that Joel okay. has never seen. Um, and you've got to try and make it through 10 statements without us catching you out. And you, and if we do, you've right. got to lie your way back into it convincingly enough that we'll give you a pass. All right, I'll do okay, my best. Okay, cool. So what show haven't you seen that Oscar and I have? Should we do Breaking Bad? You don't seem to know much about Breaking Bad. I don't, but we've done a lot of that okay. already. Um, Daredevil? I've seen like two episodes, I, so I might be able to... I've seen no episodes. Maybe this could be a multi-person thing. Let's see how. Ooh. Let's see who gets caught. Yeah, out what if first? two people are playing? Oh, <laughs> okay, fair enough. So the two of you have seen no episodes. I've watched all of Daredevil. That's fine. So I am okay. going to be super excited about season two of Daredevil. And we all we, we all want to talk. We all want to talk it. about it. We're all we're all clued in. Yeah. I'm the only one that's legitimately excited. These two are using cards. Yeah. To try and get yeah. through. Okay, so they each have ten statements to get through. I'm going to keep a uh, keep track with a pen, and we're going to see yeah. how far each of them can get through. Okay, 
Okay, this is, this cool. is a bold test. So, so it's going to kick off just like, oh my God, guys, have you watched uh, Daredevil season two yet? Oh, it's awesome. Oh. Yeah, so, so good. I know, right? What, what I love the, okay, I, I love the art style. Ooh. It is great, isn't it? Just like the dark palette and like the, uh, the kind of like really interesting way they've done the city. I think it's beautiful. It's fantastic. I, I feel like it's gone a little downhill since season one. See, I'd agree with that too. Um, I really would like, especially the way the characterization is done. I think like that subplot uh, kind of from the episode three mock really doesn't land at all. Do you, would you agree with mm. that? I think they just bring it in too many characters. Oh, you know what? Actually, yeah, I, I actually think they are. Um, it's become a little bit of a convoluted mess slightly because, I mean, season one was so focused, wasn't it? And now it's just kind of sprung yeah. out into this big sprawling epic. And I think it's lost a little bit of that intimacy. I'm going to throw out my character card here, Daredevil specific. Okay. I, I, I just preferred the scenes when they focus on Matt. That's that's where it's at. Matt's where it's at. That's what I always I mean, say. That's my daredevil catchphrase. I can't. I mean, if that's your opinion, I can't fault you. Um, to be honest, I'm not the biggest fan of Matt, and I know quite a few people aren't. But I, I know he has his fans. I, I, I can see why you'd like that. Mm. Just don't really know which point they're building to, really. I mean, it's it's pretty clear what they are building to, wouldn't you say? Like, it's been pretty well telegraphed throughout the whole season. Yeah, but you know, they're taking their time getting there. I don't know. It was pretty swift like wouldn't you say episode four was like it's quite explosive and that was pretty like pretty evidently set up from the get-go oscar's just frantically shuffling here's here's my get out card okay Um, to be fair i'm leaving pretty big gaps between episodes so it might feel a bit more disjointed to me it came out two days ago damn (laughs) oh he's gone now Smackdown. Okay, so that's Oscar out. We've discovered him. He had four statements. I have to like, I have to like pull the emergency cord and like get lifted out of the room. (laughs) There we go. So he's just exited the room, and I turn my steely gaze to Joel, who I'm now eyeing with suspicion. So we'll we'll kind of resume Joel's uh, Joel's run and see if he can beat Oscar's score. Yeah. So such a shame that Oscar's never seen it. What a weird. What? How weird that he would pretend. (laughs) It's bizarre. Oh, isn't it so joel what did you think of the punisher's scenes i mean his character development is unmatched in the show <laughs> interesting i mean yeah yeah you know what i i can see where you're coming from why is that i i guess it's just the backstory the 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 depth of it the the nuance and the punishment well, well like the, the which part of his backstory because obviously there there are two very like distinct parts to that and i mean i really wasn't so sold on on the military side of things but what about the other side did you like the other side the other side i felt just really it just it hit a home run it really <laughs> nailed it <laughs> uh, it shows why he wants to punish I mean, I suppose in a metatextual way, I guess I kind of agree with you. That, that's yeah, ex- exactly yeah. in a metatextual way. That's what I was going. Can for. we yeah. just talk about that one cameo from the, the from the villain from season one turning back up? How crazy was that? Did you like that bit? <sighs> fan service. Ah, oh, nice. Oh, okay. So, why do you think it's fan service? I thought it would make perfect sense in the world. I mean, maybe you're just not a true fan. Now, why would you say that, Joel? <laughs> that is such a, such that, a 180 that's in your a, previous That's statement. an aggressive move. I'll give that to that's you. That's my emergency cord. That's your emergency cord out. So far, it's sticking. Okay, so I, I've yeah. sniffed you out at that point. We have the total tallies yeah. here. Oscar, you managed four statements. Joel romps to victory with six statements. Well done, sir. Oh, Congratulations. Yes. 
I was going to throw in some allegories about religion. That would have actually been incredibly best. apt. There's a huge Catholic subplot. Oh, I got the good package of really cards, did. obviously. Got the strong deal. Oh, dear. Nicely done. Do we want to try one more of those or will that be fine? <laughs> I think that's probably... I think that's, I think that's a proof of yeah. concept. That's pretty solid. Um, now, are we doing one pack of cards that you use for every show? You can because get expansions, I, I think, for like specific shows yeah. that people are talking I think about expansions the most. expansions per media type. Yeah. But I think focusing it on one show, is it doesn't really give you the tools if the conversation shifts. And, and it's so easy to do that because the first thing people like to do is compare. Like they'll just be like, oh, yeah, I did love that season of Breaking Bad. But I tell you what, like compared to when Westworld came on and, it was, and like they'll... And the conversation will shift so effortlessly that you just be kind of like that episode of Friends where Joey only gets the encyclopedia for V. Yeah. Right. And you try and like shoehorn the conversation back to where you know it. So I think, yeah, packs per medium are a good idea. Yeah. But all they are are names of characters. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, uh, it's, it's, like, it's just like an appendix. It's like Matt Park, like Matt Parkman, heroes. Um, yeah. It's like Joey Tribbiani, friends. So it just, it just gives you a kind of, if, you, if it's like flashcards. So if someone starts talking yeah. about it, you go, I like Joey, you know, you could yeah. just... But yeah. the... Maybe it's a character card has like six characters on. Mm. So you've got a pretty high chance of getting it right. It's like a trading card model. You buy them in packs of six and you, you don't know which, um, which shows which you're going to show get. you're getting. Yeah, and you shuffle it into the deck, hope for a good build. You could end up with like, you're trying to join in on the discourse surrounding uh, Sharp Objects, the new show from HBO, and you end up with a cue card pack, four Fraser characters, one from Friends, and just a thing from Coronation Street, like the pub. Yeah, like, oh, what yeah. am I going to do with this? I already have three of this. I know what the pub in Coronation Street is called. <laughs> this is rubbish. I can't do anything with this. They're all trying to talk about the hot new show. But you yeah. could play that oh. off easily. You could go, oh, I can't remember the character's name, but he's like an homage to Frasier. <laughs> I think people, like, for example, your co-workers and friends would really rumble this system very quickly if every single TV show you managed to bring back to be <laughs> close to or an homage to Frasier. I just wish it was... Most shows are. <laughs> I wish it was... Mo oh, that's such a Niles thing to do. <laughs> like, what, The Punisher? Yeah, he really reminds me of Niles from Frasier. I tell you what, is this what Sex and the City fans have been doing ever since that show went off the air? Well, I'm such a Carrie, I'm such a Samantha kind of thing. Yeah, like, yeah, every, every single thing you, you talk about TV-wise, like, oh, this and this, and like, yeah, I don't like that character. Bit of a Samantha. I see what you're doing now. You had one pack of flashcards. That's all you know. Yeah. Yeah. Dexter is such a carry. They, they didn't invest in the tra in the TCG. T they just they bought one pack and ran with it. Okay, so what are we branding the TCG? I liked Social Solitaire. That shortens to the SS. Could we maybe change that up a bit? A Social Solitaire? A Social A A Social Solitaire system. Yeah. The ass <laughs> the ass cards. <laughs> hey, do you want to trade ass cards? <laughs> do I? <laughs> do I? You know, um, you know, like uh, Beyblade's slogan was like "Let it rip," and yeah. uh, yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh had like "Let's duel." Um, you can have "Slap it" for ass cards <laughs> if you want to like trade them between people. <laughs> slap the ass. Let's slap asses. Let's slap asses. <laughs> hey, Oscar, let's slap asses. Joel wants to talk about scrubs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect it is perfect Excellent. right the ass system the ass cards a social <laughs> solitaire system T tcg we've partnered with magic the gathering and um when you buy a booster pack for them you're also going to get your first free booster of ass cards ass don't get the those gathering. mixed up don't, don't get try them and mixed play up. rachel from friends in magic the gathering she has very low attack power yeah 
but still some, which is weird, weird that they factored that in. Why does she have a mana cost? This is a conversation. Anyway, <laughs> uh, we're not going to do our usual but better this week, but I think Tom has something prepared for us if he could reach into the fake hat for us. Okay, I'm just going to go ahead and rustle in the fake. Could I get some uh, live Foley work, please, while I rummage my hand? Let me see if I can hang on. (laughs) Found it. Perfect. Ah, so this week we have quite a noisy man. Yeah, Grant. Yeah, a little bit. I'm. I'm not. Um, I'm clumsy. We'll just go with clumsy. This week we have the aggrandizer. The aggrandizer. Yeah. It sounds like so, something that makes things better. It kind of does, um, but a very specific niche of this. Okay. So, social media is a pretty big thing, huh? Who knew? Yeah. That, that kind of blew up out of nowhere, didn't it? I don't really like it. I don't really like to use it. And I'm noticing that the only time I do use it is what everyone else does, to brag. Now, the thing is, I will use it to brag about things like accomplishments. I like charting accomplishments on on social media. So I might not post for six months, but then it's something that I'm very, very proud of. Um, I've noticed that other people use it for aspirational motifs, but it's every day. Every single day, there's a little accomplishment or a little great thing. And it's making me realize... God damn, I don't have that much in my life that I could sell to people as like, this is this fucking amazing thing. Look how grand this is. The aggrandizer is a system where you simply put in a banal social post about what you did today. Same kind of thing people used to do on MySpace or the beginnings of Facebook when it was just social media. It's like, ah, had some porridge today. The aggrandizer will spin that into the most aspirational, aggrandized, most incredible porridge you've ever seen and post it to social media to cope and uh, to compete with everybody else's glittering aspirational lifestyles. I mean, we have plugins already like Grammarly, which is like uh, word correction and like spelling and all that kind of stuff. And that'll that'll tweak things for you automatically. That's entry That's level. That's like proofreading. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. there's no reason why the aggrandizer can also be a plugin that says, all right, this grammar's right, but your story's shit. Yeah, exactly. This is basically like a PR person. Yeah, PR plugin. Yeah, you can put in whatever banal stuff you've done and the aggrandizer plugin will find a way to make it incredible now does it stick to the realms of truth or does it embellish a little bit i mean nobody sticks to the realms of truth on facebook let's it's be honest the internet no one's telling the truth here okay so it pushes it as far as people push it as far yeah it pushes it as far as human beings can just to clarify is this a purely visual medium or is this also text-based oh definitely text-based i think yeah yeah mostly text-based more yeah. and more than visual it'll, it'll, it'll apply the right filters to the pictures you put yeah. up and videos etc maybe it'll do a little bit of airbrushing and photoshopping to make you look thinner and more beautiful but mm. it's, it's, it's mostly the text-based post so things exactly. like a tweet or something like that okay the obvious example yeah. of a meal someone posts a picture of a meal it might look nice but without the context of the text you have no idea whether you should be jealous or not yeah, yeah you, exactly here's a photo of someone else's dinner i didn't get to have any no no good there's a guy i follow on instagram who posts lovely looking meals but he always makes sure in the comments to make very sure that you know he made them yeah i mean credit to him they look fantastic but like if it was a picture of a restaurant meal i'd be like yeah whatever someone made you a food but someone someone gone done made someone made you a food but because he made them i'm like dang you made this you made this i made this i could make that's what i mean 
bragging about little accomplishments. So yeah. say I got hungry tonight and I put in, I don't know, a chicken Kiev, made up some potatoes, pot on some veg, really, really boring meal, took it out, plated it up, took a picture of it, put that and some text through the aggrandizer. Yeah. It needs to be as aspirational as that guy's meal. What would the text say? Home-cooked meal reminding me of simpler times. Looking forward to... Uh, looking forward to getting nostalgic with my family later this week over something like this. And people go like, that's wholesome, that's nice. Yeah. Rather than just, that's a boring okay, meal. You've gone for the wholesome angle. Yeah. I was thinking it might go a little bit more inflammatory and DJ Khaled style, we the bez. You ain't never had a chicken Kiev like this, son. Pretty much. Like, oh shit, free range, garlic butter, all over these home cooked potatoes. You could also go for a an informational superiority just being like some might say it looks simple but kievs are a traditional meal in oh, the upper region of the sicilian slopes and yeah. uh, when i was out there summering they taught me the proper way to prepare such a dish this is precisely it to yeah. you this may seem like a simple kiev but to me this is the meal of a king a champion a, hundred, a, hundred a visionary i weep yeah, for those that just put it in the oven <laughs> I cooked this using the the heat from my hands clapping together. <laughs> As they do on the slopes. <laughs> yeah, no, this is exactly it. Okay, test number two. Yeah. Um, you have just gone to the shops and you bought yourself one bag of very boring groceries and you take a picture of just a full Tesco bag. Okay. What treasures lie within? <laughs> You'll never know. I think you'd need to pick the... I think maybe they can give you tips as well. Like, retake this photo, but choose the most expensive thing you bought and just have it peeking out the top. Nice. Do you guys remember there was an app called Snoopify for a bit? No. No. Like, you'd take a photo of your face and it would just, like, stick on accoutrements to make you look like Snoop Dogg. Okay. So it would, like, put a joint in your mouth and put some money sunglasses on so you. So a precursor to a Snapchat filter. Yeah, it was, like, really old and it looked awful. But um, I think, like... What's the what? What's the name of this thing again? The, the aggrandizer, aggrandize, aggrandify, yeah, aggrandify photo filter. So it does. If you just take a plain photo of a Tesco bag, it just has loads of money coming out at the top of it. Just like getting my sacks of cash. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. So we could actually replace visual artifacts and actually showcase a different lifestyle than what you have. I don't, I don't mind that. That's not a bad idea. I feel like, you know, something that is like that, you can, there's probably like a slider you can go from like, help me out or just straight up lie and make this something that isn't. Yeah. So say you went to the gym and you just deadlifted 40 kilograms. You took a photo of yourself and the barbell and then you put it through the aggrandizer and suddenly it's 200 kilograms. Yeah. Suddenly there's two there's two Dwayne the Rock Johnsons on either side of the barbell. Yeah. That's, I see. That's four rocks. That's a lot of Dwayne. See, yeah. I think I think what we can do is there can be a slider on the plugin which is the um kind of it, if you push it to the right, it pushes with the bounds of truth. Yeah. If you push it to the left, it sticks with exactly what you've got, but it does the gel route of going haughty and holier than thou and say, actually, this is the right way of doing this. Maybe it's like a, a two-axis slider. Right. So you've got haughtiness versus humbleness, which Oscar had the modesty, the family nostalgia. Okay. And then you've got the veracity slider, which is truth versus fabrication. Okay. So anywhere on that grid, you can put it. Okay. You can be super haughty, but super truthful or super modest, but like about something that didn't happen. Lying. 
Yeah. <laughs> so you be real humble about this weight you didn't lift. Yeah. yeah, just another normal day in the in the gym where I benched four Dwayne the Rock Johnsons. Like I'm no different to any of you. Any of you can get here with practice and connections. <laughs> and the Aggrandizer app, hashtag sponsored by Aggrandizer. Is are we gonna have because at the moment Instagram, YouTube, they're they're still working on it, but they're cracking down on like sponsored content and like transparency and that sort of thing. Are we going to have to be transparent with a grandizer? Absolutely not. Does it have to be hashtag ad, hashtag a grandizer? Nope. No. Okay. No, absolutely not. This is baked into the functionality of social media. Okay. So we're not... This is something that, this is something that like Facebook and Twitter will buy from us. Right. And put into their, like, when you click on like, make a tweet, it's going to be there next to the photo, video, location options underneath. There are your sliders. A grandify. Yeah. Are we not worried that once everyone is a grandified, no one's a grandified? Well, this is kind of where we are at the moment, aren't we? That surely will be... If everyone's on a level playing field, that's better than where we are now because nobody's on a level playing field, but they're all trying to pretend like they're at the top. True. I'm going to... Okay, my internet just dropped out, so I'm, I'm going to use one of my ass cards to come back in. Okay, so what do you think about this system, Oscar? I... It's not perfect, but I reckon... <laughs> I reckon with a little bit of tweaking, we could really make something special here. I agree. I, I agree. And I really think you've been clued in this whole time. Yeah. I, I believe I, it. I, what I think what really, did you think about that kind of last minute change? Um, it's got my vote. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird because we were both vehemently against it. Yeah. Really strange. You know me, I'm a wild card. <laughs> oh God, he's good. <laughs> Fuck me. He's what good. a pro. But that's, yeah, a very so, that's a very self-referential card. You know me, I am a wild card. Yeah, a wild ass yeah. card. So we've got the aggrandizer system, the aggrandify visual aid, the aggrandizer text aid, the, the veracity slider, the humble brag slider. <laughs> okay, so we'll try, let's just each pick um, one thing we can see in the room right now and we'll mm. aggrandize the hell out of it with settings communally. Okay. Um, so for example, I can see, uh, I can see that there is on my wall, there is a scratch map, um, which is basically a big map of the world that when you visited somewhere, you scratch it off like a scratch card. Currently there are fucking no countries scratched off. There is a tiny portion of Europe that is colored and that's it. The rest is The thing there. with the scratch maps, you've got to go USA, Russia, South America, yeah. Canada, China, Brazil. The big ones, the big boys. You got to hit those boys. Yeah, Antarctica. If you go to Luxembourg, what is the point? Precisely. So I'll take a. That's picture. actually what it says on the tourist board. If you come here, what's the point? <laughs> what what yeah. is the point? Luxembourg. You're, ne um, you're never gonna get your scratch map sorted coming places like this. Turn around, go home. So if I was to take a picture of this barely filled in scratch map, yeah, I've put the haughtiness to full. Okay, but the veracity to full. So it's a truthful picture, but we have to just spin this. What's okay. been? Um, I'm thinking that you call out people that are in the same position as you and then show that you're not going to be in that position much longer. You might go, oh, I'm in the same boat as the rest of these folk now, but soon this will be awash with pre-scratched continents. Or you can go like, this map was blank two days ago. What, have you, what are you doing with your week? No, but the thing is, veracity's on full. It's got to be truthful. Yeah, mine's fully truthful. You're going traveling, aren't you? I am. So, so you say, pfft. I'm going to look back on this in a few months and think, was I ever that uncultured? Yeah, that's good. That's, that's it. good. Because even, even if you didn't go traveling, that's still valid. You could still look back on it and go, was I ever that uncultured? Still the but same. But the answer yes. was, yes. Still am. Yes, and still am. Yeah. Unlike the rest of you, this map's going to be full one day. Yeah. 
you know, it's, 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 it's that kind of thing of, I don't know what the future holds, but I know what it holds for you. But, you, but I, you, I know I'm better than you somehow. I yeah. know I'm better than you somehow is basically and like... If, that, if that's not what social media is all about, I don't know what is, to be honest. What about yeah. um, taking it a, a slightly more political route and being like, I've scratched off every country I don't care about. I'm a citizen of the world. Ooh, so you're telling me that I just don't like most of Central Europe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Central Europe and me have got some beef. Everywhere else we're, we're cool. I'm a citizen of the third and second world. <laughs> not, not the first. Also America. Also America. <laughs> okay, so that's mine. Have you guys got anything you need to aggrandizing? Uh, so here in this room, yeah. uh, I'm okay, I've got, I've got a shit, I'm currently on a chez lounge. Chaise lounge. Chaise lounge. The chaise lounge. Just chilling, recording a podcast, whatever. So I take a photo of this chaise lounge. Yeah. And uh, I want to make that fully untruthful, okay. but fully humble. Fully untruthful, okay. fully humble. Yeah. Okay. Total fabrication, but you're very, very modest. Yeah. About your chaise lounge. Yeah. Okay. Two words. Doctor's orders. Oh. Oh. Oh, Joel, you've done it. <laughs> he's, he's just sidled right in there and won it. You threaded that needle expertly. That is wonderful. Sunk that metaphorical because, there, hole in one. There's nothing there. That doesn't tell anyone anything. <laughs> yeah, but, but it sounds perfect. so important, but not as so fancy. It's so humble as well because you it's always so say that if you you do what the doctor tells you, man. Yeah, if you do like the shrugging emoji as well, just like ah, well, I guess this is life. Yeah, doctor yeah. says piss in a cup. You say how high? That's that's how I'll, it works. <laughs> <laughs> piss in a cup. How high, sir? This isn't a contest. Please, we just need a sample. Okay, that's the Shay Lange order. That was very, very quick. Joel, you're a grandizing situation. I have a very dusty and barely used toolkit from IKEA that I bought when I first moved to uni, and I think I've taken the screwdriver out once. <laughs> okay, where are your sliders? Um, I want to be somewhere in the middle, bang in the middle of the veracity slider. So some okay. fabrication, but you know, grounded in truth. But yeah. I want to be. I want to be. I just want to be full in the middle. Half haughty, half you modest, feel... half truthful, okay. half lie. Okay, what we, th what we do here is if we're bang in the middle, we're going to keep the truthful aspect that this is an old, dusty toolbox. Yeah. Okay. But we're going to play up the old, dusty nature of it to <laughs> not look five years old, but look 50 years old. Yeah, like, and, and what you can say is, I guess I haven't had that much I needed to fix. Okay. I mean... That, that's, that's not truthful. a bad idea. Because that's truthful because you obviously have it. Yeah. The other way I was thinking was if you age it up to about 50 years, you could pretend this was some kind of family heirloom. Okay. It's like, just had this passed down to me by my father because he finally trusts that I can fix things. Or like, finally just like got a family heirloom from a distant relative that were like an excellent, that, that were excellent craftsmen and I've been invited into their inner circle. Now, I think we will have to use the visual a grandify setting because yeah. I don't I, like I know a lot of people have this toolkit from Ikea <laughs> like, so it hides it, anything branded anything recognisable yeah changes the colour stretches it out a bit puts a bit puts of it in a chest rather than a clear plastic wrought box wrought iron a chest yeah fantastic wrought iron wrought iron <laughs> but yeah it needs to be unrecognisable as an Ikea toolkit because but still the same place in your room same level of dust yeah 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 I like it there you it. go and now you've joined a kind of elite 
family uh, business stretching back generations because yeah. you are the king of fixing. My great-grandfather passed this down. I'm finally part of the family business. I'm so excited. Kind of fixing things. Kind of fixing stuff. <laughs> kind of getting around to it eventually sometimes. There we go. How do we feel about the aggrandizer? I love it. I, it's it's very good. I think what it's I, grand. What I like is that people are already doing this, but this brings the power back to the masses. In the same way that the gun is the great equalizer for combat, the aggrandizer is the great equalizer for social combat. Gun of Facebook. It's the gun of Facebook because Facebook loves guns. Or there something. we go. Aggrandizer, the deadly weaponized uh, social media explosive gun. It comes comes with a free gun. <laughs> now with gun. Now with gun. Yeah, because it was already selling there like hotcakes before, but it now comes with a gun. <laughs> So what we're pitching there is Facebook, now with gun. Facebook, now with gun. Gun standing for good, untruthful news. Hot now take. with gun. Hot Love take. It. Lovely. I think that about wraps up the show for today. Oscar has places he needs to be. I'm just going to stay on this chelange. Doctor's <laughs> orders. <laughs> Oscar has places he needs to stay. And uh, we got places we need to do and things that we need to vouch for. Um <laughs> We have been First World Solutions. If you've enjoyed what you've heard today, uh, thank you so much for listening. <laughs> if you didn't enjoy it, fuck you. That's not how I phrased that. If you have enjoyed what you've heard today, please do share it around with your friends. Send them a like. Send them a link. Send them a link. Tell them you like it. Uh, we got iTunes. we got SoundCloud. Spread that word of mouth. Get out there. Get to it. If you or anyone you know have any of your own problems, questions, quandaries, worries woes or general life moments you want to share with us and think we could help you with in some way newsflash we probably can't but if you want to try anyway you can get in touch with us uh through all the all the usual mediums we're on twitter at fwscast you can find us on facebook at first world solutions you can email us directly at fwscast at gmail.com or all the other usual modes of communication smoke signal carrier pigeon um mind thought they'll all work too so yeah get in touch we'd love to hear from you and fix up your okay lives if you are listening to us on itunes please do leave us a rating and a review it actually really helps us out if we get those ratings because it helps bump us up the itunes pecking order it gets us seen by people it makes us more visible on the platform which is great for bringing new people in because it'd be really nice to do that actually bring this ridiculous hour of shenanigans to more people plus also we just like hearing what you guys like about the show that makes us really happy sometimes it's nice constructive criticism we get to change things up and yeah we'd love to hear from you but in the meantime thanks once again for listening i've been joel i've been scotland oscar i've been distinctly british tom i'm back to being uk oscar now it's fine no problems no problem Mark Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> okay.